Chickens don't interest me. Be interested in something that I'm interested in. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 303. That's a palindrome, just like today's day. 120... No, it's not... Mm, no, yesterday, a couple days ago. 21st, 20th, I don't know. A lot of palindromes this month that people have been talking about. I'm Jason, he's Randy, and uh, we're your hosts. I'm glad you could join us again for another fine episode of Dads Being Dads. I think you're going with 21st day of the 21st. Well, I guess, but there's also like one, tw- it's a 20, 2021, so like one twenty twenty oh, okay. twenty one was also one. <clears throat> yeah, depending on how you write it. You yeah, know, depending on how you write it. So, I don't know, worst thing I could ever have for podcasting, I ended up with a fidget spinner on my desk. Can you hear it? Uh, I'm gonna no. throw that right out of my arm's reach. Why would you have a fidget, fidget spinner? I don't know, I picked it up. Why do I have anything, Randy? This is a question. What'd you do in the snow today? Did it, it snowed, finally. It's winter here in New England, and we haven't really gotten much snow since Thanksgiving, or when was it? No, yeah, November. we haven't had much. And when last night we had um, a bit of a snowfall, happened kind of rapidly. And I don't want to say I was bored because that's what the kids say, but I was a little bored. Why? Just just the day, you know. Oh, it's a work day. I mean, it's, that's life. Yeah. And the snow kind of perks me up. So the snow, and it's everything, blankets, everything, everything looks kind of uniform, with the exception of the plows buzzing around drunk, you know, it's... It's, it's it's quite a, a lovely, uh, <laughs> wow, you know, <laughs> wonderland out there, right? Well, you're trying to enjoy it. You go outside for a nice little walk, and then over the hill comes this metal blade being operated by. I mean, right, I'll, st- I'll stop disparaging. The yeah, it's a little, they're uh, doing a, they're doing a great service. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, generally, I try to stay out of their way, but uh, let them do their work. So um, I decided to go for for a bike ride last night. Not in their way. I went in the woods. You? But did you go by yourself? I did, yes. That's uh, ill-advised. Um, well, I didn't go out on the frozen lake, if that's what you're asking. I mean... Because it wasn't frozen. But normally I would. Okay. <laughs> By yourself. In the dark. <laughs> All right. I mean, the by yourself at night thing, why does that make any difference? I go riding by, well, my, by myself not, all the time. It's not by... Like, I, I guess the woods sort of... Uh, Took me aback. In the woods, by yourself, in the dark. It's a lot of risk there that you're adding on to. Yeah, name something. Name something that could happen? Yeah. A deer. Right. That's what I'm always worried about. I have an irrational fear of deer. I don't think it's irrational. (laughs) I don't don't think it's irrational at all. A deer kill many people. I don't want to get stomped to death by a deer. Usually... Again, not making this about cars, but usually it's because they come crashing through the windshield after you hit them, and then they kick you to death. Yeah, or they, they just freak out, them. right? Um, right. So, and it, it's funny because I've seen them plenty of times. I see them in my neighborhood all the time. I live right up against the woods. I see their hoof prints in the yard. Um, I see them in the front yard. I see them in the backyard. I see them in the woods. But and I'm really afraid of them when I see them. But it's uh, one well, of they those look things. at you. Yeah, they eyeball you. They're like who's yeah. Who's, who's going to make the next move? And the way they look at you, it's almost as if they're going to, you know, they're waiting for you to move and they're going to bolt. But mm. it looks like they're they're sizing you up for you to like blink. And then as soon as you blink, they're going to be on you. I know. That's like, what it looks like. 
and I get all weird. Like, I'm going to turn my back on this thing and it's going to run me down instantly. It's going to run you down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I have had many close encounters with deer. When I say many, I've had two specific incidents where I didn't see the deer and it didn't see me. And, you and it was, yeah. And it, I didn't hit it, but it was kind of, it was like sort of on the side of the trail. Uh, like with its head down. And when those things put their heads down, they like disappear. Yeah. And when they're in the grass and you just don't see them. It's really weird. Right. Because they just blend in really well. And I'm riding along, cruising along, got my like headphones in. I can't hear, you know. And then last second, you see this deer head pop up. Like cause it, it, it finally hears me coming. It finally hears the, the tires on the gravel or whatever. And I'm like, what? Why is there a deer face there? And then it panics. And jumps like, but the 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 other way. Like you'd think it would go into the woods, but it jumps over the trail to the other woods. And I kid you not. I mean, you know, maybe my mind is making this into a whole thing, but I'm pretty certain the front tire of my bike cycle was under the back legs of that deer. As it leapt away, you know, and it was, it's, it was very frightening because I'm like, if I hit this thing, you know, anything, it's just gonna, I'm going to crash. It's going to hurt. It might get scared and then stomp me to death. Just like you said, just for no reason. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Uh, Cause I thought you were like, uh, making fun of me <laughs> and my rational no, fear no. of the air. Same boat. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm convinced you're not. Uh, I think the expression is taking the piss. I don't know how to use that expression right, right, right. but I think that's, in the, uh, the yeah. end, I guess. Putting me on. Um my I closed all the I closed the room tonight because there's I knew there was gonna be some ambient noises and my son was just staring out of the window. Like I look up and there's my son staring at me through the window. I'm like, ah, oh, freaks me out. Um I'm good. Yeah. Was he doing it on purpose, freaking you out? No. He just bought he bought an RC car tonight and he just showed me that he had broken it already with a big smile on his face. Which I'm thrilled about because this is now he now has three broken RC cars that are just sitting like that he has needs to fix. And I said to him tonight, I'm like, okay, nobody else can use the RC cars anymore because you keep breaking them and they're they're just sitting there broken. If you have to fix them now from now on, so uh, yeah, because then my daughter was complaining, and I do this. This is I'm like I'm pivoting into a real dad thing here. My daughter was like, he always, Jason always gets to buy what he wants. He always gets the things that he wants. And I don't get that. And I'm like, oh no, am I doing some sort of mm-hmm. unconscious bias? Am I giving the boy more? Yeah, maybe. Um, no, more he's, oldest. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, but th- I don't want to make a super combination thing where he's put on a pedal. The only boy, the eldest son- child, the, you know, the boy instead of the girl. And, um, so I was like, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? And then she's like, well, I want to get, well, you never let me get what I want. I'm like, what do you want? Another chicken coop? I'm like, oh my gosh. So like, she wants to get another set of farm animals. She's like, I want to have a different kind of chicken, a whole bunch of small chickens also. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> his request was a lot more contained. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're yeah. like chickens don't interest me basically be interested in no, something that no, I'm no, interested no. in. It's fine. I, I have, <laughs> well, I mean, well also, yes, there is some of that, but I don't want to <laughs> add another, I, I've said anything else that has a mouth is not allowed. I'm not getting any more mouths because mouths mean food and food means money, right? Well, now RC cars mean money too, I guess, because they break all the time, but yeah, they do now. Um, 
anyways, my the point was like, uh, she wanted something that was sort of impractical. Like, I want a whole flock of small kind of chicken, a different breed of chicken. Which I don't know. You're not. You're not, not right. saying. You're not. You're not agreeing with me as I hoped you would. You're. You're not. Uh, well, that you validating. shouldn't get. I mean, you have a whole farm going on over there. Well, uh, yeah, I know. Why do we need more? No, you're, you're supposed to validate. You're not helping me. You're silent. Well, I'm trying to figure out if you are. <clears throat> I mean, I do the same. Like we spend all of our time. And that's exactly why today. I don't want to derail your subject, but I made mm. today wholly about my daughter. Like. Oh, cool. Yeah. This well, because this entire basically for the entire winter, even the summer, even she's just been saying, "I want to go ice skating. I want to go ice skating." She's been very patient about it. She's not screaming about it or anything. Just, I want to go ice skating. I want to go ice skating. Like, what do you want to do this weekend? Ice skate. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, we've never been ice skating. I think she went once, like five years ago. And you know, I was talking to my wife. I'm like, every weekend, you know, we're like, what? What should we do? What do we, we didn't make any plans. Do this. I'm like, but she's constantly being like, I want to go ice skating. Like, how come? You know, we're blaming each other. I'm like, how come you haven't taken her ice skating? Right? And <laughs> so I'm like, that's it. We're getting her. We're taking her ice skating. So my, my my wife managed to find some used skates, which was nice, and they're adjustable. Okay. Yep. Yep. So they should last a few years. And of course, my daughter's like, oh, they don't, they don't feel good. There's a lump. I'm like, that's oh. what you get. Just make it work. <laughs> and uh, and today I took a half day off work and we went ice skating now it was a little warm today so it was warm i mean it was you know finding places to ice skate is apparently a, a thing right you can't get like indoor rink time that's never gonna happen. oh right, right okay i guess i didn't really even try maybe it could happen but uh, lakes and ponds and around this New England area this time of year, it's it's kind of hit or miss whether they're frozen. And and it's interesting, but I've been seeing these pictures of families and stuff skating on ponds, like big ponds. I'm like, where is this? Why is it so thick that you can skate on it, like, safely? Where, you know, I'm, I'm going down the street and there, there's all these places that are still just water. So someone said, well, fancy town near you, they have a special rink they set up in the winter. Oh, okay. And uh, they, they flood a parking lot, and it's got bleachers, and it's all set up, and it's beautiful. <clears throat> it's in one of their parks. I said, okay, that, that sounds pretty good. I guess, you know, I'll make an exception and take the motor coach because we were going to fall through the ice at a pond or something. So we did. So we drove over to this place, and <laughs> I, w- I get to... S- to say I was expecting more was an understatement because it was quite literally a parking lot full of water. Like it wasn't, they didn't do anything extra. You know, I'm thinking they put up walls. And Wait, it's literally a parking lot? It's a parking lot that they flooded. <laughs> it's it's a bowl, like the parking lot has a dip in the middle. I don't know okay. if they did this on purpose or not. It might have a drain in the middle that they plugged. Okay. Maybe. And they just they just flooded it. They didn't put a, they didn't put any kind of membrane underneath it or anything, so it's just black asphalt under the ice. Which, as you may know, in science, and this is what my seventh grader is doing in science right now, sort of radiant energy, colors, all this kind of good stuff. If you're trying to make an ice rink, you can't put. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say it's black underneath. It's black. They don't put a white yeah. sheet. 
Nothing. All right. <laughs> so if you're not, you know, big into the sciences and that sort of thing, I don't uh, think anybody has to be big in the science. I think they just have to been outside when it's sunny and stepped on pavement. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Or the so, be, yeah, like <laughs> white. Well, and but that's the thing. Like this is why we got it. People have proposed things like painting rooftops white, mm-hmm. and they've done it in a number of places, like painting all the roofs of the buildings in the city white in order to help cool the city and slow global warming kind of thing. People like that's crazy. Painting stuff white is dumb. That doesn't make any sense. But it actually does quite a bit. So if you have, uh, if you're trying to make a rink in your yard, for example, you have to put a white tarp. You have to line it with a white tarp. If you line it with a blue tarp, it's not going to work so well unless you live in like Alaska. Hmm. Because the blue is going to basically absorb the light. And it's sort of counterintuitive, right? Because the white, you think like white, but white's really bright. Yeah, it's it's bright because it's reflecting all of the light. The hmm. darker colors are dark because they're absorbing the light, and when they absorb the light, it turns it into heat. It turns it into heat energy. It absorbs that light radiation, turns it into heat energy, and then you've now you've got something that's hot underneath the thing that you want to be frozen in. No bueno. So, so yeah, parking lot filled yeah. with water. <laughs> it was a little bit, um, you know, it didn't really have a shape or anything. They had plowed it. They had clearly plowed the snow off of it, which was kind of hilarious. But it was a little warm today. It's a little slushy. Okay. Uh, but it, it was all good. The, the kids had a lot of fun. We um, we sort of like, I was running around with the broom and doing like Zamboni work and smoothing out all the tracks and stuff. So um, they got a couple hours of good skating time in and she got to practice. So this weekend, I think the weather's going to cooperate and we'll have enough what they call freezing degree days to uh, every time I look at these calculations all the time and it's very confusing, but to, to really grow a few inches of ice on some of the local ponds that we'll be able to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's supposed to be like below 20, like three nights in a row or something. There's some Uh rule of thumb that they have. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a weird formula that's like you take the average temperature for the day and you subtract that from <clears throat> 32 and it takes and that's your freezing that's your number for freezing degree days so if the average temperature is 20 for the day let's say then you get then it's a 15 you get 15 freezing degree days it's a it's a weird unit but it takes it takes 15 to make it takes a 15 freezing degree day to make one inch of ice. So if the average temperature is um, is 20 degrees, wait, I did the math wrong. Is I guess what's 32 minus 15? I'm making 17? all the Let's math, say it's math memes face right now. Like I can't right. keep up with what you're saying. But, anyway, yeah. <laughs> if it's if if the it, the easier way to say it is if the average temperature is 15 degrees below freezing. So if the average temperature is 17 degrees. Oh, okay, okay, okay. For the day. Below is freezing, not below zero. Okay, yep, yep. Below zero Celsius, I guess. Yeah, below freezing. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> then then it, you, but then it wouldn't be then 15. You, <laughs> <laughs> then in normal <laughs> conditions, you should grow about an inch of ice. Okay. And you need three to four inches to be safe for people. Yes, for people, for three, yeah, 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 yeah. People always measure it in terms of like, how many pickup trucks can you drive on? Yeah, right. Well, that's because of the ice fishing. The ice fishers, yeah. (laughs) Those sorts of folks. Uh, Well, okay. So 
Now the cat's staring at me. Closing the window. I know when I didn't. Jeez, freaked me out. I look up and the cat's. I can just see the cat face. It's staring at me through the window. Like, oh, okay. Um, that's hilarious. Okay, it's freaking me out. Go away, cat. This is the cat that's like super skittish and always wants to run away. Now he wants to hang out and stare at me through the window. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's totally distracted me. So that's cool. So you went ice skating. We, so, okay. So the ponds, like what, what is your sort of metric? Like how, how risky are you willing to take? The, are you going to be the first person on the pond or you have to see other people on there or? Yeah, that's a good question, right? It'd be nice yeah. if there were other people out <laughs> throw someone else's kid on there first. I mean, ideally, you know, I'd bring like a, maybe I'll, well, I can't bring like a weight because then you lose it, but you find a big <laughs> boulder, mm. right? And you just chuck it on the ice and. That, it, that's your, it, okay. That's a strategy. Chuck well, that's step, that's step one. Chucking rocks yeah. just like last week. Chucking rocks. Yeah. I mean, right. a big rock. Like, let's say I can get a nice, like, 50, 60-pound rock. Yeah, If but I can th- throw it onto the ice and it doesn't fall through. What's the equation for that? If you have to throw it from, like, say you throw it from four feet in the air, 60-pound rock. That is a great question. Like, is it going to make... It's F e- equals MA, right? Yeah. So you got, uh, <laughs> yeah, but what's the acceleration? Um, Gravity? Oh, no, you're totally right, because can you stand on it? F yeah. equals MA. You got my, my mass. Yeah. And you can just use weight as mass interchangeably, sort of, but it's not. So, <clears throat> and then you just take your, your own mass and it's the acceleration of gravity, but then the acceleration of the rock. So it's more, it's not so much the, hmm, that's a tricky one. Is it 3.18 meters square? What is oh, it? no, but it's how much it decelerates it as well. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so you're not really dealing with the. Uh, how big of a rock uh, do you need to have strike the ice? From four feet in the air to equate to 200 pounds of person. In, in, in just straight gravity. Yeah, just basically straight gravity. <laughs> that's a good question because it's not really about, it's not really force. It's more about the moment of impact kind of situation. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, what is, why do I have, what is the speed of, what is gravity? 9.8 meters per 9. second. 9.8 meters squared. Uh, okay. Anyways. Meters per second squared. What, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Forget it. Um, good luck. Per second per second. So, if you haven't figured it out, uh, I I I think it's pretty obvious whether or not the ice is going to hold you. What? I think you get on the ice. You can know. Like you'll know. Like this is safe. Oh, yeah. Or and then, then you got the edge. You got the edge pieces. You got things yeah. that are where maybe like a little family of ducks live there. <laughs> if they're disturbing, I'm serious. If no, they've I know. been kicking around in the water, then it's it's still water. It's thin. You know, they keep a little area unmelted, yeah. and it's nuts. And, uh, yep. and the uh, and the sides. If there's like grasses or stuff, even mm-hmm. that enough movement from the wind and whatnot will keep the water from, or at least they. I think they also. Um, heat up uh they like absorb a little bit of the sun and they create just from their existence create enough uh temperature to keep the ice melted so i hear you yeah it's a thing so you're right i should chuck somebody else as a kid onto the ice before um the 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 pond right by my house that's not too far through the woods um people get on there pretty quick because i think the person that there's a house like like right up against it and they always set up hockey rinks when it's cold enough. Mm-hmm. They, and I see two hours. So I think they're out, they're on there pretty quick. So if I see them and you can tell if they've been skating, ice is good to go. Nice. That's and, right. That's and, good to go. So, and it's also, it's pretty fun to skate on a pond. It's a totally different experience than a rink. Like 
you realize like how much space you have and how pretty it's pretty cool to like just skate far away and into the woods and like if there's like a island or mm-hmm. something or a, you know trees that are coming up you're like skating through the woods it's kind of it's a different it's a fun experience but it's not there were there's some places in um Canada Toronto or something like that that, that where rivers freeze oh yeah see that and cool. there's this, they have these really cool, like you can skate several miles down this river. It's just bonkers stuff. That'd be super fun. Um, but we don't, we don't get quite. We don't sustain cold enough for that. Hmm. No, no, not sad, for rivers. Sad, which I'm okay sad. with, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. it's a, it has its pros and cons. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I kind of made today about her, even though you know she doesn't care. I mean, she skated, she had fun, but hey, what do you mean like, she doesn't thanks. care? Why do you say that? Well, you know, I don't get any thanks, Dad. Or oh, yeah, sort of you know, that's. I mean, yeah, that would be nice, but I don't demand gratitude for things. But still, you know, she doesn't have to kick me in the shins with her ice skates on, kind of thing. Right? <laughs> figure, I'm being, you know, it's a figure of speech, but yeah. But you know um, what? I they th- you're creating memories, and that stuff I think is a little undervalued because there are stuff that that recently I forget what some stuff was coming up, and the kids were like, "Oh, I remember that. I remember that." I'm like, "Oh, you guys remember stuff that we do?" Yeah, they were, yeah. I said that tonight. You got a good memory. Uh, yeah, just bad news sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm like, Ooh, "You remember all that good stuff? Uh, what can we do without she, the bad stuff?" That <laughs> yeah, my daughter does hold a grudge about things that happened like when she was two. Oh yeah, that happens too. Yeah, my Do wife. you remember that time that you did that thing that I hated with the stuff? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Well, I do. Like, okay, yeah, you never. And that's yeah. There's also a big difference to bring this back full circle, as I like to do. My ten year old and my thirteen well, she's nine, nine and thirteen year old are a little bit different spaces. He has a lot more freedoms that she wishes that she had that I just aren't granting her yet. And. Hmm. He's got an income and stuff from like we've mentioned before. So there's other things that he is allowed to have and has access to that and allowed to do that she isn't yet. And ah, but it's part of growing up. I, I, um, it's funny you say that because I sort of, I can't handle two different sets of rules. So I just kind of give him the same freedom, same time. But none of Some her things, friends but, yeah. are, uh, are like so. I mean, as an easy for example, he goes out on, you know, it, I don't even know when it changed. Because it's one of those like where my wife would be against it kind of things. Hmm. No, he can't go out alone. You got okay, go with him. I'm not going with him, right? <laughs> so it somehow overnight, you know, one day they couldn't, and then now I don't. I couldn't tell you the date it changed. They're off on their bikes in the woods. Who knows where? Hmm. Okay. Oh, I, you know, miles from here. I have no idea. Um, I would totally let her do the same. But none of her friends are allowed to go, <laughs> so she wouldn't. You know, she needs somebody to go with, and they're they're unavailable. So we like, I would at the same age. Like she is in fourth grade, actually. No, so no, I wouldn't have. I don't think I let them bike to school alone until fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So I may have let him go, but also they're very different personalities. Like if something happened to her bike, for instance, he he would have been able to have been like. I know that I can either put the chain back on and get going again, or I have to abandon this piece of crap and save myself and figure that out. And, go, like, and just get to school, yeah. He would be able to make that distinct distinction where she would be like dragging a bike without a wheel to school somehow and just not making it to school because her bike blew up. Or she'd be walking home when she's two minutes from school because pushing the broken bike. Like 
her decision making is just different. <laughs> Some critical thinking, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I'll give you a funny example of that from this evening or from today's schooling effort. So are you familiar with IXL? Uh, I mean, I know of it. I don't, I, I haven't been on it. Like I, like I could, it's some online learning exercise platform thing that generally focuses I on I thought it was just math. And, okay. All right. And, and, yeah. and learn and some English learning language stuff. Okay. Um, so his ELA teacher, which is just English, I guess, English and language arts. I don't even know what it stands for. Assigned uh, some IXL work for today. And, and the uh, I'll circle back on this part later. But so I came into his room at some point. I said, you know, how are things going? Just checking in. And he's got IXL open and he's doing these math problems. And I know he had some IXL math work to do. And I'm looking at it. I go, whoa, this is like, you have to write the equations for this slope of the line graph and all this kind of stuff. Like this seems a little advanced out of a word problem. Like, uh, okay, so let's walk through it. Grab your paper, do this, move that. All right. That makes sense. Draw the line. Next one. He's like, yeah, I don't really understand this one. I'm like, well, aren't you doing it in class? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, then why is it happening now? Like, why are you doing work that you're not doing in class? And maybe 15 minutes into this, it took me, you know, it's partially my fault. I look up at the screen and it's the assessment, which isn't a specific exercise. It's like a periodic, you know, thing you can do in IXL to take an assessment of where you're at, where your skills are, right? I, I go, hold on, wait a minute. Why are you doing a math assessment? He goes, I'm not. <laughs> and I say, well, this is clearly math. Why are you doing a math assessment? He's like, well, this is my ELA assignment. I go, no, it's math. And he says, well, the ELA teacher told us to do the IXL assessment, and then it just turned into math after a while. And I'm like, and you just you just kept doing it? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you were doing English stuff in ISL, and it switched to math, and you just kept going? As if that was part of your... Why would it And you just let me come in here and help you with math that you weren't even supposed to be doing? Like... <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what is happening right now? Like, you didn't think oh, to say, man. this isn't my actual assignment? You just... <sighs> yeah, no. Like, I, I can't handle this. The, yeah. <laughs> so my daughter had to do... My, I, I don't want to complain about this too much. And we did pull it together at the end. But my daughter has a project due tomorrow. Project, right? <laughs> and um, I found... I found out that she's had this project assigned to her for a month oh. around noon o'clock, noon, noon o'clock, around 12 o'clock today. Now, that's not to find out. I just found out about the project, but I found out at noon today that it was a month long project. Yes. Okay. And I had been told a couple of times that because I hadn't 3D printed something for her project, she hadn't been working on it. Yes, of course, you're the bottleneck. <laughs> well, right. And the project was, and I hadn't pre 3D printed something because I was like, I want to know what the project, like how you're going to use this thing. So she wanted me to print, she wanted me to print a jewelry tree on the 3D printer to, to, to um, it's, it's basically to hang a bunch of names off of, but it, she gave me a jewelry tree. So good for her. She looked it up and found, you know, something that she wanted. And I was like, well, how are you going to use this jewelry tree in your project about you Egyptian hieroglyphs, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I, you have some connection in your mind, but I want you to tell me about it. Right. 
And then she wasn't, she, and and then I'm like, so to her credit, to her credit, she told me this about maybe, maybe a month ago, maybe three weeks ago. And I was like, okay, well, tell me how you're going to use it. And that never happened. And then like a week ago, I was like, okay, I got to print this thing because if I have trouble printing it, which I did, uh, I was, I want to be able to like have a bunch of restarts. Cause as you know, these print, these print jobs can sometimes take three, four, six hours. Right. Sure. So I, I was finally, it's like, I got to print this thing. And then she's going to have to figure out the rest later. And then today was the rest. We figured out the rest later and how she wanted to tie it to. And she, the problem was she didn't really have a great, great, like, uh, she didn't have a way of correlating it that she wanted right. that she could vocalize, right? And I was like, "Well, you have to tell. If you can't tell me, how are you going to tell your teacher? Well, I don't have to tell your teacher." And then I was like, "Well, get me the assignment." And you know, long story short, here it is. It's like, what are you guys doing? How come this is taking? And then, then, you know, of course, my wife and I are like getting testy with each other and blah blah blah. And she's like, "Well, you knew about this." I'm like, "I didn't know what it was or the <laughs> magnitude of this, right?" And I and then you know we we calmly well i mean we're still this is how we are though we're very animated right and so she's barking at me and i'm barking back at her and i know that she's agitated at the situation and so am i so neither of us are taking it personally but i'm just like like what do we do to avoid this and she's like i don't know because what would have happened was if they were in school their teacher would have been working you know i'm not blaming the teacher here but the thing is they're not in person and oh it just keeps coming back to this situation where I am not an educator. I'm not a teacher. I don't know the assignments, right? I And I don't, maybe I have the bandwidth and I'm just not using it correctly, but I don't even know how to, like, I don't know the questions to ask mm-hmm. to even find out like, okay, you have a project. Like, what does that entail? How do we get this project done? Like, and I don't have no, no feedback loop with the teacher to be like, okay, on the off days, how should I be helping her progress with her project? Well, she's not in class with you, which you would usually be doing, but now I got to do it. So how do I do it? Anyways, so yeah, this is the problem. I mean, we've gotten yeah. into this routine of of you know, you kind of have to be an educator at this point, right? But and this is the whole gritty parent thing. You just have to keep trying and take this yeah. big long breath. <laughs> yeah. Do tomorrow. Okay, month long. All right, I'm not going to look back so hard on that. Like got to go into so I I was stuck on the pat, you know, looking at the things they had screwed up a little too much and being like, "Oh my goodness, how did you do this?" and I couldn't get over it. So now I'm trying to do nothing but look forward forward forward. Every every new thing is the next thing and I'm I'm not even looking at the old uh stuff anymore. And, you know, I showed you this like spreadsheet with the video game time and it's kind of it's kind of oriented around earning minutes for video game time. And he's being pretty good about abiding by that. And I think it's because I've actually enforced the rules on a couple of occasions and that's hit home. But I actually think it's working is also as kind of an accounting thing where he's doing a little bit of planning ahead. And strategizing about, okay, how what do I need to do to actually earn some some minutes? You know, if I need to get grades back during minutes, then maybe I should put in some time in advance. And so we are looking at their assignments that are coming out. And, I you know, this started to happen. I complained to you. It started to happen today. He had, uh, you know, I knew last week he was going to have assignments that were due today. Today is their off day. They're like asynchronous day we call it where they don't have any classes and i knew he was going to have the stack of assignments due today and i kept telling him starting like a week ago you've got to get into these go through them at least once you know get an idea of the scope like how long are they going to take you to do 
We'll put them in your calendar if you need to. Like, I'll help you do that. We'll put time blocks in there. Again, I'm only dealing with one kid. The other kid's like, I don't need to do anything with. It's amazing. The only thing I helped her with is the word jumbles because she says she hates word jumbles and doesn't want to do them. Yes, yes, yes. You mentioned. Which I, yes, which I totally agree, <laughs> agree with. And then as I showed you guys, I made a computer program to yeah. solve for her, um, which is entertaining. But she still has to, like, copy the answers. So... <laughs> <laughs> the word jumbles are ridiculous. I just, <laughs> but he didn't do it. So he 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 looked at a few of them, but he just did he just didn't he didn't do it to the extent that I would have wanted him to do, is my whole point. Did he end up getting all of his assignments done and were they done well? I, I think so. But like what set me off at least recently was last night. You know, I was reviewing an assignment he was getting ready to turn in and it was all science. We've been doing nothing but science, science, science all the time. And I read one of the answers, you know, and I wish I had it in front of me to read, right? But it's like, it, three words into it, I know I'm reading Wikipedia, right? Hmm. There's words in there that he's never oh. used before, <laughs> right? And, and I'm like, you can't do this. He's like, what? You can't just copy and paste the question into the search engine and then copy and paste <laughs> the first thing you find. That is not how this works. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, if I can figure this out, in two and a half seconds, your teacher's going to know it as well. Like this, this question I know is in the materials she gave you. And I barely glanced at it. Like you should know this by now. It's crazy making that you're not correlating these <laughs> things. Like she gave you materials. You can go copy those answers. That's the whole point. Like <sighs> copying stuff off the internet. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it was crazy. There's so many big words in there. Is this long pair, you know, the, the previous answer is like, duh, stuff and things. And then this one's like, well, you know, crosswise pollination. I'm like, what the? <laughs> this <laughs> this uh, isn't you. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the, the schoolwork stuff's tricky. And man, it's hard. But you, yeah, you're right. The gritty stuff. And it, it's just like, you, nah, I don't know. It, it, it's It's hard. <laughs> it just it keeps it feels like it's just another one of these things where like as a parent you're trying so hard and you keep failing and you're like i mm-hmm. just am just and and it that part really sucks because you're like i the poor kid like and then i'm you know i'm mad so i'm like laying into her a little bit and a couple i like had to send her away at one point because i'm like okay well why do you what do we use letters for we write stuff why do you write stuff i don't know <laughs> Come on, you write things down, but what, give me a reason why you would write something down. I don't know. I can't think of any. What's the last thing you wrote? I don't write things. <laughs> this was the whole thing. I know, and it's just he, like Gah! he had a. They've been doing. They've been doing heat transfer and energy stuff in, in science for like weeks, yeah. nonstop. And the whole basis of it is like heat gets transferred from the warmer thing to the colder thing. Like all of it is about. It always goes one direction. It always goes from the warmer thing to the cooler thing. And I tried to explain to him at some point, like it never goes the other direction because if it did, if you ever had heat that could transfer from the colder thing to the warmer thing, then like lakes would freeze in the summertime randomly. You know, it would just be, it would just be like, boom, this lake just turns to ice for no reason. You're just like stuck in it. You know, like you could be swimming and the thing would freeze around your neck all of a sudden. Like, that's not the way it works. You never it would, go underwater. It, it's yeah. That's not how <laughs> physics works. It's it breaks our laws of thermodynamics right mm. um 
And, you know, I still don't think he's quite getting that. But either way, it was like, we talk, we talk, we talk. And, and then so he gets this question. He gets a question assignment. And he, he wrote some nutso answer. The question was about why does a can of soda feel cold when you take it out of the refrigerator? So he writes all this stuff about how the refrigerator, the air in the refrigerator is cold. And it's it's uh, through convection, the air is cool and it's radiating off the can and that makes the can cold. And then that's it. End of sentence. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, okay, all of that is fine and good, but you're missing the critical piece here. Why does the can feel cold? And he's like, because it was in the refrigerator. Like, you were said that like <laughs> yes the always going back to the original thing like the can what? is in your hand <laughs> which feels which is one of your senses oh, yeah. why does your hand feel cold because i took the can out of the refrigerator like, <laughs> like, i know yeah just leave. Go out. Got to leave the room. Just, <laughs> just leave, leave the room. The room. Just walk away. I'm going to smash this soda can <laughs> through the kitchen window. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And then amazing. Like, it's it, it, it's kind of funny because my wife, too, she had a lot of uh, – she had a I, – I think she's had some – what's that word where you, like, realize something about yourself or something about your Epiphany. Upbringing? Yeah, but it was, like, a self – like, self-realized uh, – I don't know. Anyway, she was like, you know what? I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I'm not good at all of this stuff because my parents always did my projects for me. And I'm like, I'm the, about. Yes. To the point I'm, I'm kind of complete opposite. So we're on the far end of the spectrum. So she's getting, my wife is getting, is siding with my daughter in the way that like, you just keep asking her questions. Of course it's frustrating. I just give her the answer. And I'm like, I don't want to give it to her. I don't want to do her project for, you know, and. Well, we talked about this, yeah. and that is that's one of the that's one of the teenager that's one of the ways parents can fail their teenagers and their 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 kids as they go through middle school is by doing too much of the work for them because then the kids begin to rely on their their parents in that way. And I, and I've told him flat out, and I told my wife, I'm like, no, that crosses the line. Like he, we can't, I can't do this for him. Can't. Yeah. Like I, I like I told him flat out, I will check your work for you before you turn it in. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm insisting that you show it to me so I can check it just so you to make sure you didn't miss things in some absurd way. But it's going over time. I'm expecting this to improve. And I know what you're capable of. Right. It sounds corny. Right. But uh, you better be showing me your best work. Like, yeah. I don't want to see you garbage. You show me garbage, I'm going to get pissed <laughs> and there's going to be consequences. <laughs> so it's, it's like a double edged sword for him because I'm like. You have to show it to me. Otherwise, there's consequences. If you show me garbage, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. And it's all for his benefit so that he can get better grades to get more like game time minutes and stuff, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But it, I can't. Yeah, you can't do it for him. And I'm so tempted to be like, he hands me this thing. I'll just rewrite this. This yeah. is nice. Well, yeah. And it's and then they get and the other part is they get in this spiral where they're just like you said, like. Because I took it out of the refrigerator. Because I took it out <laughs> to write things down. But why do you write things? To write things down. To use the letters. But you're just like, just, and and I'm just like, I'm trying to get to the. I'm like, you're making a correlation. I think's valid, but you're just not vocalizing it. I need you to vocalize. Like, cart like 
hieroglyphs were a visual representation mm-hmm. of something they used to communicate. That's what you're trying to do with this tree. And yes. it's a good thing. Like you're using a, you know, you can com- convey a lot of information through a family tree made of cartouches, right? Just you have to somehow get there. And and uh, to be clear, I mean, the, the science, the answer for this was because oh, your yeah. hand is warmer than right. the can. The heat and is so the your heat hand. energy is yeah. transferred from your hand to the can. <laughs> Which makes your hand cooler. <laughs> yes. Now you okay? Now you have closure. It's just, it's like you literally have said this yeah. a million times. Every assignment is the same answer. It's like every, it's just a, the same answer a different way on almost every assignment for the past three weeks. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh. So let me ask you this. All this stuff with the schooling and doing all this, do you have a better appreciation for teachers? Yeah, I've told you this. Yeah. yeah. I in some ways I do, in other ways I'm just like uh yeah, fine, but that's like their job, they're getting paid for it. Like Well, I mean I I have a better appreciation for teachers. I I think I did anyway, but and I have a more a higher contempt for the school system. <laughs> yes, I was just going to say the administration of the public schools. I'm just like I I have just Ajita all the time about yeah, well, even uh, tonight, they had game night tonight, and he was actually pretty excited for game night. Periodically, <laughs> they do these, like, virtual meets, and they do things. Yeah. And so they had game night, they were going to play this game called Among Us, which you're probably familiar with. Yeah, well, with. yeah, it's that sus, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and he he doesn't have a device that it works on or anything, so we actually installed an Android emulator on his computer, so he's got, like, full screen, you know, Blue big stacks. screen Among Us. Blue Stacks, yeah, Blue Stacks. Yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, you're familiar. You can buy the game and, off of uh, Steam too for five bucks if you want Steam Online. Then okay. it can run on Mac OS, I believe. But yeah, maybe not. Good. Anyway, so okay. he's running, anyway, you know, big screen, whatever. But so he joins the meeting, mm-hmm. and the principal, the principal of the school, is running this thing. And he's like, "Hey, kids! Oh, great! You know, glad there's like a hundred kids in here." Yeah. He's like, "I got good news and I got bad news." <laughs> he's like, "The bad news is I can't figure out how to make uh, the thing that I usually use to make Among Us work doesn't work," and I'm like. What could possibly be the good news then? All the kids came here to play that oh. game. <laughs> you know, so he comes up with some other garbage game that's some some web browser. Later, they eventually started got it working somehow. What do you mean? Like probably... he couldn't play, so he canceled. Is that what the? I, it it doesn't matter what the explanation is. It was some garbage explanation, <laughs> and it was late. You know, it was like after the whole thing was supposed to have started. You know, why <laughs> wouldn't? It's worse than the kids not doing their project on time. It's like you promised the entire school to do this thing. Yeah. And then you showed up when it was due and said, I didn't do my homework. Like, that's that's what it feels like. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally feels like yeah. the adults failing to do their assignment that they promised they would do. And because I was like, I could think of a million different ways to have handled this. Like, why didn't you test this an hour ago? Why didn't you? Okay, if that one didn't work, why didn't you just do it another way? You could make, I don't even know how the game works. I'm like, you could have made a, a stack of private games. Or just handed out a bunch of different codes or whatever, or picked a bunch of kids to start the private games, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. And paste all the codes into the chat. And <sighs> anyways, listen, we got. I, 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 I want to go two different ways. I really want to like touch on this GameStop thing, but we're gonna skip that. And the GameStop thing is funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, not I know. I and 
me and Deo C see eye to eye on something. So it's uh, a little <laughs> Wait, what's your, what's your take on this one? <laughs> she says, she tweets, Gotta admit, it's really something to see Wall Streeters with a long history of treating our economy as a casino, complaining about a message board of posters also treating the market treating, as a casino. Yeah. Well, they... Briefly. And, and then right. my understanding well, that, of this whole... But before we go too far, and then her first sure. comment afterwards is, anyways, tax the rich. Like, Tax the rich. Like, I, I get um, it, but why do you have to, like, it's just... Because that's her platform. I the, know, but um, why do you always have to be, always have to be on, like, annoying and just, okay, fine. Well, annoying is you know, a label, but why should you always be on your platform? Because you should. <laughs> but her platform was already there, and then she's like... Band cars. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's just a turn off. <laughs> anyways, but then people... Okay, go on. You go. Um... If I understand any of this, which I can't say that I do fully, or at least why it's working, I, I think this it started because these these folks in the forum that talk about stock stuff got wind of, and love video games, right? Mm-hmm. Got wind of these short sellers. And if you don't understand short selling, this whole thing kind of falls apart. On Reddit, it's, which is like a gritty corner of the internet kind of, but, you know, so it's like a pretty... Yes, yes, but I yeah. mean, I mean, huge hedge funds were shorting. Yes, yeah. uh, GameStop, right? With millions of billions, dollars, I think. Two two companies were something like two billion dollar funds went under. Something <laughs> bananas <laughs> amount of money, yeah. right? And the problem is, like, when you short a stock, it's you have potential for infinite losses, and yes, it's dumb. I have to put it bluntly, like, I anyone, no one in their right mind would do this. With ha- have you ever done it? Not in real life. No, not in real life. I did it in that in stock our, in game. In our we played, stock yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Because yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> we would, yeah, we would do the opposite of what yeah. somebody else did. Yeah. Uh, but no, not in real life. Um, because it's absurd. Yeah. We'd be like, what? Potentially infinite losses? That sounds ridiculously stupid. So these online folks, this big pile of people in the in the forums got wind of this and they're like, no, you can't short something that we like, video games or something. So they start driving the price up. It was hilarious because- too. And because it was like a bunch of, a lot of small investors with basically someone said they had $1,000 YOLO money like, yeah. and I'm just giant middle finger. I'm going to put it on GameStop. Right. And they just basically crowdsource. And, Go on. <laughs> and they start driving the price yeah. up. And then because they're driving the price up and the time window's closing on the short sellers, yeah. they have to buy into it to cover their losses. They have to they have to actually buy the shares that they committed to buying. Right. They so you basically say, I will buy that share at a later day at date. I'll buy that share at a later date at ten dollars. The share is trading for fifty dollars yeah. right now. Later date, I will pay you ten dollars for it. Right. And so right. that share then goes to a hundred. Well, now you owe somebody instead of 40 bucks, you owe them 90 you, bucks. You got to pay the hundred. Yeah. And, and so the price is, they, you know, what's hilarious about that is that that is probably fueling the buyback for yeah. the inflation. So now there, there's a market for the trades and the price is just going up yeah. and up and up. And the whole thing is just ridiculous. But at the same time, these hedge funds are losing. Yeah hundreds of millions of dollars to nothing I like mean, to nowhere this is in in a comment on this aoc thread there's somebody that said two hedge funds worth eight billion dollars have bank gone broke so what happens is somebody will be like eventually like give me the money for the shares now you said you'd give me you'd be, you'd pay right. me for the share you thought it was going to be 10 bucks well it's now 90 now you owe 90 on the share and they had don't basically don't have the money anymore so they right. have to sell other holdings that they have to make up the difference and eventually 
you don't have that money, you don't have enough holdings, you no longer have enough money, and so then you're bankrupt. And I, I don't what a nightmare. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. short sell anything ever, please. Yeah, unless you really know what you're doing. And apparently, even then, no, just you don't. Randos. No one ever knows what <laughs> they're know, doing. Right. Yeah. Even though apparently, random... even if you did know what you were doing, there could yeah. be some group of kids out there that decide they hate you. Yeah, but <laughs> then it twists, right? Then now, yeah, and it's just like it's, it's hilarious. But now, in all those that that. that thousand dollar yolo money is now and by yolo i mean you only live once money right it's now worth you know fifty thousand dollars because it's gone up so much it's gone up well i don't know maybe not fifty thousand dollars but 300 plus percent i guess it's way down today it's wednesday but um after trading but but if as long as they did it during you know if they covered that time window yeah where they forced the short sellers to buy in at the higher price they didn't want it yeah. doesn't matter they accomplished what they wanted if the price comes back down again yeah. they they can you know, it's just it's but ridiculous. now but the, here's the the thing that i don't like is now bill galvin whoever that is i don't even know that as some i'm sure some well, some old white dude right Some old rich white mm-hmm. guy oh he's the massachusetts secretary of state so he's the secretary of state of Ma- secretary of state of massachusetts is calling for a 30-day suspension of game stock stock trading Right, which that to me is just a wanton abuse of power. Right, these people made bad trades. I, I right. can make a bad trade and then be like, "Hey, wait, can you stop trading so I don't lose any more money?" That's right. not. But they, well, there are some automatic like we experienced these earlier in the year. Right? Short circuits. They There's them, some right? short circuits yeah. that halt trading when the when the market drops too high of a percent, and that yeah. happened during Corona, right? Yeah, uh, which is frightening. But I, I don't but, understand the justification to. The current pandemic has created, everybody likes to blame coronavirus for everything also. The current pandemic has created a unique situation where many people have gotten into day trading and really have no idea exactly what they're doing. So stop them from, it's a free country last I knew. I it's, know, right? It's Isn't something that they're trying the to market, figure out. The market will bear it out is the whole shtick. Uh, that's funny. They don't know what they're doing. I think they, they think exactly they're missing they're out doing. if they don't make a bet on them. They don't really understand what they're doing. I think it's small time investors like that, unsophisticated unsophisticated investors are going to be hurt that's such a crock of garbage they know well, exactly what they're doing they knew exactly what they were doing i mean yeah. maybe he's saying the the investors that are in these that are in these hedge funds that are being invested on behalf of uh certainly could get hurt but <clears throat> but that's generally hedge funds aren't catering to your yeah. normal everyday mom and pop yeah i think i think the problem is is that Gavin doesn't know what these people are doing and he doesn't understand the power that they have now that you, you, we've, you know, the internet and the information age, all this stuff has made people a lot, have a lot more authority and power over things that they didn't have in the past. You had to go to a stockbroker and all that stuff, right? You can just go on and make a trade for free. And, and what's that one? Uh, Robin hood, Robin hood. Yeah. You go and make a trade for free. I think that's what they've been using. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's like, you don't understand. It doesn't mean the world's moved on without you. You don't get it. It doesn't mean that you should be able to just stop them from doing something that you don't like. Nah. Anyways, I, I'm, maybe somebody can write in and explain to me why I'm wrong. <laughs> TurboTax, no. Uh, it's quite hilarious. It is tax season. Yeah, yeah but no. Anyways, um, yeah, speaking of, uh, we got an email from Peter Steinberg, a longtime listener, still with us. He, we last heard from him uh, challenging me on my coronavirus takes about uh, nine, well, six, seven, eight months ago in October before I uh, went to Orlando. And, but he's still with us. So he writes in and um, he says, uh, Dad, it's Peter in Brooklyn here. Fallen fall a few episodes behind. So if you already address this in the next few episodes, skip over the first part. 
As an avid book lover, I had to jump in and correct the record for episode 299. I just heard Jason say that his wife reads novels. And Randy said, do you remember what you said? A novel is uh, another word for book. No, we didn't. <laughs> and he said, that is, in all caps, so wrong. And then I heard Jason say novels <laughs> is nonfiction, and then you all got tangled up in knots, as we do. Not Then you, yeah, you put fiction, nonfiction, you twisted me all up. I do remember that conversation. Novels are fiction. Fiction means the story is made up. That much I get. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, because we said not true. Why is it not true, right? Nonfiction or books are true. Why should it? That's a double. Anyways. Exactly. We're, we're going to not get into that knot again. What's non- the difference between a novel and a book is what you're saying? The uh, book is... Um, Nonfiction are books that are true. Fiction means the story is made up. Okay. There are many, uh, caps, genre of novel off the top of my head. Mystery, science fiction, fantasy, erotica, romance. Whoa, whoa. I'm, I, put like in, I put in erotica just for the fun of it. Okay. Thriller, horror. Ro- he does have romance. Western, historical fiction. fiction, uh, Vampire, zombie, apocalypse. Uh, no, I'm adding those also again. Uh, literature. <laughs> think of the books they teach in high school. Hemingway, Bronte, etc. Uh, there are also many genres of, is it genre or genre? Genre, genre, genre of nonfiction books. It's not like the dude John, if that's your idea. A novel is an established fictional work written to captivate and entertain a reader with a handful of common or poetic mechanisms. All right. There you go. Reference, biography, memoir, history, science, self-help, business, how-to, erotica. No, not erotica. Essays, etc. And of course, there are many subgenres within these genres. For example, vampire under romance. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Keep going back to romance. For example, vampire, vampire, vampire romance, vampire erotica. For example, within biographies is presidential biographies. Okay, I feel better now. Now on to a few recommendations, Randy. Oh yeah, always asking you, but not me. But I'm going to include myself in the conversation. He Randy, you're illiterate. Uh, probably. <laughs> Randy, have you read your kids either of the following books? I do read to my kids frequently, like often. I read all those Harry Potters. Now we're going through the Chronicles of Narnia. Like My kids accuse me of never reading. That was the best part. They're like, how come we never see you reading books? I'm like, I read to you <laughs> every friggin' night for like an hour. Uh, this is, doesn't count. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, now I'm okay. Randy, have you read either of the, your kids either of the following books? Danny, the Champion of the World by Ro- Roald Dahl. Um, uh, I'm writing them down. Uh, yeah, Roald. Roald I can't ever say. I always want to call him Ronald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Yeah, James. He wrote. He's famous for James and the Giant Peach. Charlie. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. His. I'm speaking really fast. I yes, know. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, James and the Giant Peach for sure. Some other ones. But he says, unlike his most of his other books, this one has no magic, no giants. Oh yeah, the My Iron Giant. It says too, right? Uh, or the Iron Giant, whatever. Uh, no craziness. It's just a lovely story about a young boy and his father and the adventures they have together. It's perfect for you. Hmm. Not, wow. I don't know. All right. Uh, also, My Side of the Mountain by Gene Craighead. Now, this book I recognize because my kids have it. It's my my sister, I think, gave it to my son, and at least he has read it because I was like, hey, have you read this? He's like, oh, yeah, I read it. And so it's about a boy who runs away from home and survives for a year living in the woods of the Adirondack Mountains on the land once owned by his grandfather. It's sort of one of the first survivalist novels from a young boy's perspective. Again, perfect for you. Um, yeah, so my, my parents live in the Adirondacks now. They're fans of the Adirondacks. They're into the Adirondack ethos. So hmm. this, yeah, my, my son has this book. Now I'm, I might read it myself, or maybe I'll read it to one of the kids. So um, 
And then he says, okay, back to work for me. Keep up the great podcasting. Looking forward to listening to episode 300. Congrats on reaching the milestone. I wonder what he thought of uh, Chris coming back. Uh, just two books on the list? Yeah, just two books on the list. Um, yeah. I can tell you what we're into right now. We're into a thank book. Thank you for writing in, Peter. Always. Yeah, very, thank you very much. I, for I keep listening. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, we're into a book right now called Gone. I think it's, I don't know if it's new or not. I feel like I've heard this book before. I think feel like my kids have been reading this book too. They they may be. It, it seems quite Wait, popular. Is it a book or a novel? It's definitely a novel. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, a book is a a novel is a book. There's a whole bunch. It's in a series. Hey, huh? wait a minute. Now I have to take issue with this whole thing because a novel <laughs> is totally a book. It's it's a the the union of book and novel completely encompasses novel. We need a Venn diagram. Somebody whip us a up novel one. is a book, but a book is not always a novel. <sighs> I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit the search on that one. Book. Novel, then because well, books can be nonfiction, <laughs> so that's it. So it's a bigger circle. Um, oh, here we go. There is one. There's a Venn diagram for this. Oh no, is there a Venn diagram? <laughs> not that's not it? exactly. <clears throat> okay, so we're reading this book called okay. Gone. I was going to log into Libby to look, and Libby's not letting me log in. It's a lot of L's. Uh, I can't remember the name of the author because there's like 500 books named Gone, but it's about. Um, it's basically this town called Perdido Beach and in California or something. Michael all Graham. The, every, is that it, Michael Graham? Mm-hmm. Everybody Grant. over the age of 15 disappears. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything else. It's pretty well, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's not your, um, you know, it's not a young adult book. There hasn't been any really handsy stuff going on. That's good. But there is some graphic stuff, mostly with killing and dead babies and things but um the kids have been okay with it they haven't freaked out no nightmares yet and i don't know it's not bad like recently before that we read the the wild robot mm-hmm. which was clearly written by like it was like someone's first book you can almost tell it was like someone's first book and i think in the when we got to the end of the book that was the case but like it was a it was a fun book the wild robot peter brown uh but it was, it was just strangely missing things. It was just kind of like I don't know. It's a weird story, but it was it was entertaining. Um, so yeah, Ghana, I, I recommend. Uh, right. It's pretty long, and there's a whole series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of them. So so we'll get into the rest of them. I'm sure that'll take up the next. And I had to I had to buy it because we borrowed it from the library, but it was too long to finish. Hmm. And so it expired and we couldn't renew it because other people were waiting. And I'm like, oh, I got to buy a book. That stinks. You just didn't take check it out or you bought like a physical book, not like a Kindle book? No, no, it's a Kindle book. Oh, eh, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> but, it was, you know, it's like four bucks. We usually borrow it from we borrow the Kindle book from the library is what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah, borrow yeah. the okay. ebook and it expired and because other people were waiting. Oh, you know, the, the, the whole thing is ridiculous. 576 right? pages. That is no joke. Yeah, and it's a big book. And they have, and I think honestly, we we I think I reserved it, and then I missed the when it was available, so we only had it for like three days before it was uh, needed to be returned. But this whole, I mean, I love the library, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that they do digital borrowing things. But this licensing nonsense—can we please? I mean, are we serious? 
What does it drive? Say maybe it does. I mean, maybe does it drive sales? Like, would the publishing companies get mad? I guess they would. I yeah. guess they would. So the library must be paying licensing fee. Yeah. Okay. If I think about it in terms of the actual market, because it drove me to buy the book, so I proved my own point. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Came full came full circle so on that one. You should have gotten the hard copy book out since uh, at least my library, which I think is connected to the main one. I don't. Maybe not. Anyways, the Minuteman Library Network right oh, yeah. now because of COVID. Uh, they're automatically renewing books. Like you never have to bring them back. You never. <laughs> they just automatically renew it. So I have a book out that I've been trying to like read through. I read through like the first six chapters, and the, the it's book a, drops are open. You can still. Yeah, well, I know I can bring it back, but I get the email every time it's due, and it's like we're renewing this automatically for you. I bet if someone ref, like rec, um, requests it, then they'll. And, and it's like a, it's like how to fix electric things. It's not like a you know the latest gone novel yeah, from no Michael Grant, yeah. but um, yeah. But speaking of books brought me uh, back to a school thing. Look what I have in my hand. I can't see it. Uh, Algebra 1. So all of a sudden, this book, this giant book, which I think is a text novel. Is it a text novel or textbook? I forget. It's textbook. It's not a novel. Just, no, it's a joke. It's a textbook. It falls <laughs> under the book category. But all of a sudden, he's got this book on his desk. And I'm like, hold up. Wait, what? that is a textbook for your... Like, yeah. So like... All the struggles that we had a couple weeks ago back when we're trying to learn all this stuff, you've had the there book. Was go- a, there was a book? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you had the... And he's like, yeah, why? I'm like, you didn't think that maybe we should look in the book? Like, are you... How... Oh, my God. Oh, this is exactly the, the material yeah. thing. It's like... like I've, I had to learn the hard way. I'm like, all, your teachers don't just leave you out to sea with these assignments. There's always some materials in the Google Classroom related to the assignment. And it didn't dawn on me until I'm like, your teachers are so mean. They just, they expect you to remember this until I finally realized like, oh no, wait. They literally have like books that they're, (laughs) that are just shrunk down. Like the sections that matter, everything's right there. All you have to do is open it. You don't, you don't, you just plug copy paste into Google instead. (sighs) Yeah, I know. It, yeah, I'm like, wait, you think they're just like winging it? They got a curriculum they're working off of, and <laughs> I just <laughs> I couldn't believe how giant so, textbooks sitting yes. on the desk. I'm like, oh. so I guess the lesson there is if it seems absurd, it's 100% your kid's fault. And it's, <laughs> it's that, like, whatever you think is the logical thing that should be happening, like, you couldn't possibly just have this assignment without any sort of <laughs> guidance. Where the hell's the guidance? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, there must be a book or some materials <laughs> or something they sent home to explain how this works. Where is it? I don't know. They didn't send anything home. You're lying. <laughs> but it's so hard to navigate between like, like they're not lying. They're not intentionally lying. No. I don't, I don't believe like they're not just trying to deceive me. They just don't know. And how do you not know? <laughs> they, just like, know. <laughs> they just don't know. And this is what happens over and over again. Like you don't. Yeah. Okay. Can we remember this for next time? Your teachers wouldn't. Yeah. Just do this to you where they ask you questions that don't have answers. This is one of the things like I can put in the category where I I don't appreciate what the teachers are doing. It's like, we always had our books with us. Like, always had our books with us in class. We put them between our locker to class. Like, we brought it and there's like, open up to page 21. We're going to be reviewing the algebraic formula for... Like, that was the thing, right? And then we knew where it was in the book. And that doesn't seem to be a thing they do anymore. Well, they might if they were in school. I guess we don't know. Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, I, mean yeah, that tr- I never got to follow him around to class and look at what was <laughs> happening in class. But they don't have their... So he has a history book at home, and I think he has a couple of books at well, home. Well, I know last year they didn't have a textbook because it was all online. And yeah, it wasn't yeah. like open a page you know, anymore. It was just like... 
okay they get know. a lot of these materials assigned that are just pictures of books <laughs> which are you know i mean they're navigating this digital world let's say so eventually it. it'll get better but it's it's like the tool it, what really drives me nuts is that it's it's a picture of a book so you can't highlight or search the text or anything uh-huh yep uh and that's a little crazy making but um which would be a benefit of having it all digital. It's like, okay, let's go, you know, highlight this, search it, whatever. They can and they can highlight it, but it's a fake highlighter. It's not like, you know, mark this for later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get through it. Keep being gritty. Keep being keep being a gritty parent. <laughs> Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.